Welcome back to Tip Today. 1800-938-007. The text and WhatsApp is 083-311-3311. Now, as Pat alluded to there during our news bulletin, the sad news reached us yesterday of the uh, passing of our dear friend and colleague, Dennis O'Sullivan. Dennis, as many of you know, talented and popular broadcaster. He presented hugely popular uh, Sunday music programme, Solid Gold Sunday. He presented the art show here on Tip FM as well. He... um, presented this show indeed on many occasions over the years as well. His radio career began at CBC in Clonmel and he was station manager indeed uh, for his sins at Shoreland Radio and we'll have some stories about that uh, later on as well. His passing has led to a wave of tributes right across the world of radio and the arts of which he was very much a patron. Now we'll be um, speaking to lots of his friends and colleagues uh, on the phones over the next uh, 50 minutes or so but joining me in the studio I'm delighted to say is broadcaster Tony Brook and it's lovely to have Tony uh, back here in uh, Tip FM and uh, founder and president of Banatloon Mallon conductor and musical director Danny Carroll is with us today as well and our own head of uh, production Shay Searson is here and you're all very welcome and thank you indeed for coming in even though it certainly is a, a sad occasion Tony can I go to you uh, first of all of course you would have known Tony you would have known uh, Dennis for a lot of years Tony I did, uh, yes, Fran, and uh, we were great colleagues and friends and he presented, as you said, a a wonderful programme on a Sunday morning which had huge listenership Mm. and he was very, very popular with the listeners and he had wonderful knowledge of the arts and show business. He Mm. could take you back to the big band days, he could remember all the crooners, he knew all about them and he had lots of favourites of his own as well. And that's uh, for certain, uh, I I was talking to Bonnie Hayes earlier on, Tony, and I made the point that he's one of that uh, small amount of broadcasters that's able to get past the microphone and he made a great connection with people didn't he he did, he did indeed, yeah. Fran, he did, he did indeed, yes. Uh, everybody knew him and yeah. everybody saluted him whenever they met him. Yeah. And uh, as you know yourself, uh, a lot of people know us and we don't know them. <laughs> right, so sometimes yeah. when you're going around and people say hello to you and uh, when I find that happens to me, I politely say, could I have your name, please? <laughs> right. And because I'm very good at remembering faces, but not the but names. But not the names, And yeah. uh, they tell me their names then and I say, oh yeah, I remember your name. You you often submitted an answer to one of my quizzes or I remember uh, your requests and everything yeah. and I, I can associate the name of the person with uh, the area say it could be Mary from Tarlis or it could be <laughs> John from yes. uh, anywhere else you know but yeah. uh, I'm sure you find that as well I think everybody probably finds that but uh, um, for sure, everybody yeah. loved Dennis and uh, we, we had a great uh, time together here at the station as well I'll tell you a little story in a minute when you come back to me if you No saw. problem I'd be delighted with that. Uh, Shay uh, since we heard the sad news yesterday you were looking through the archives uh, for us as well and uh, you you found some interesting stuff thankfully i found something because um uh, when dennis was here i mean um since then we've had upgrades and everything to our logging and yes and stuff has been lost which is a a tragedy i mean uh, you remember when the late mick coffee passed away we had so much stuff we could just put our fingers on it get it straight off yeah Boy, did I have to go searching yesterday. I just found a couple of small little promos that um, that he yeah. had. But, you know, the wonderful thing about Dennis, because of his arts background, when you'd get Dennis into voice a, a promo, I mean, you know, you've often come in, sure. Tony as well in the past, I'd hand you a script and you'd rattle through it and then mm. I'd say, ah, go back, try this. <laughs> Dennis would self-correct. 
Right, right. You know, he had... This that, was the actor. Uh, absolutely, him, and the yeah. director and yeah. everything else. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, Tony talking about, um, you know, uh, just the man. Mm. He was uh, arguably uh, just the, the, the consummate gentleman. Yeah. I never heard him raise his voice. Never. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he he uh, directed people. And um, as you said, Tip Today, Sunday, I went on after him on Sundays. Yeah. And it was like trying to follow, you know, a Solid mega star. Sunday. Oh, yeah, it was just it huge. Was, yeah. Huge. And you could just nearly hear the radios turning off. <laughs> <laughs> when I came on, you because didn't take it personally. No, right? Tony, like uh, Dennis was was finished, and of course, Fran, remember the Rhines. Yeah. Oh God, I do. Of yeah. Course. yeah. I mean, yeah. he was behind this was that the as well. The soap opera that we opera. came up with. Yeah. I just remembered that last night. Um, yeah. I mean, as we all do, we think back and we think course, yeah. he was behind and that. And of course, that won a national uh, yeah, award. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember that very. I'm glad you brought that up because I came to him with that idea, and I really? said, "I have this thing about a an imaginary village somewhere between maybe horse and jockey and third. Could you come up with something?" Yeah. And he found a writer, and he came up with it, and he produced all of the. Uh, and it, as I said, it won a national it, award. It was fantastic. Yeah. And, of course, uh, he was uh, an engineer. He drove the outside broadcast yeah. unit. Yeah. Uh, he set up for the outside broadcasts mm. um, yeah. many, many a time. You um, know, I, I turned up and Dennis was just there. Everything was ready. The coffee was ready. I mean, it was just, he was he was fantastic. Was it great? Yeah. Let, let, let's play a couple of the promos because that's, yeah. that's what you got. Wait, did, did he speak to Jack Duckworth uh, from, from... Yeah, uh, the, the actor. Coronation Street. Tarney, is it, yeah. I think, is yeah. uh, the actor. He was... It's self-explained in the promo, right. but uh, take a listen to it. Let's, let's have a listen to Dennis. I did have the pleasure and the privilege myself 14 years ago of paying a visit to Carnation Street and actually had a pint in, 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 in the Rovers and it was real beer. You didn't drink it, did you? Oh my <laughs> God. If you sup that, you'll sup out. Hi, Dennis O here. If you're a fan of the soaps, you'll know that the legendary Jack Duckworth passed away peacefully in last Monday's episode. Bill Tarmey, who played Jack Duckworth in Carnation Street for over 30 years, visited relatives in the village in Moidlass a few years ago and agreed to do an interview for Tip FM. I've always said I am not an actor. I was just very fortunate to wander into a job that was about a Lancashire lad. And what am I? A Lancashire lad. To mark Bill's retirement, we will be replaying that interview on the art show on Tip FM this coming Sunday at 8pm. Hope you can join me. Plus, he got him away from Vera. <laughs> Who, by the way, he, he, he loves Vera. He just doesn't like the woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so hard to hear his voice, though. Isn't it? Uh, but he's, he's lovely do you know, the, voice, the, yeah. the wonderful thing about that is, is, is when Dennis came in to me and he had the interview, uh, he knew exactly what he wanted, yes, where he course, wanted yeah. it. I was just cooking. You yeah. know, he, he, he directed it completely. But the arts programme... Um, the work he put into mm. it was mm. unbelievable. He travelled everywhere and anywhere yeah. for it. Yeah, and I mean, he was country. here probably three, four days a week yeah. doing stuff for Editing it. and oh, all of yeah, that as well. Yeah. And Tony mentioned, of course, his choice of music and uh, he loved all the greats. And you have a piece as well where he's talking about Matt Monroe. Is that yeah, another thing? tribute one yeah. uh, for Matt Monroe. OK, let's have a listen to this. Hi, Dennis O here to tell you about a special one-hour tribute to the late Matt Monroe, which will be broadcast on next Sunday, May 9th. Matt Monroe passed away 25 years ago this year. The programme features Matt's daughter, Michelle, and will include several of his best-loved hits, including Born Free, Walk Away, and, of course, his first international hit, Portrait of My Love. A portrait of my love. 
It tells the story of Matt Monroe from his humble beginnings in Shoreditch in East London up to his death on the 7th of February 1985 at just 54 years of age. Walk away, please go. Join me on Classic Gold Sunday for this one-hour tribute on Sunday next at 11am on Tip FM. See, we all took it for granted, but now that you pointed it out, I'm listening to the cadences there and how he would phrase something. And, they, and yeah, yeah, it was effortless, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had a certain tone. Yeah, yeah. Mick Coffey had something similar. Yeah, absolutely. It just yeah. had that warm, friendly tone about it. Mr. Brooke, uh, absolutely, another yeah. one. You know, there are certain people that just have it. Well, Pat Murphy just uh, after news there on Talkback said an interesting thing to me, and uh, God knows it's, it's yeah. the perfect point. Really, he said there was only two real gentlemen here. One of them is sitting with us, <laughs> and that's the great Tony Brooke, and the other one has passed away. And it's, well, you know so what, Fran? If if one good thing came out of this, mm. it's that Tony Brooke is sitting here absolutely. next to us and absolutely. talking to the people on Tip FM again. Absolutely, and uh, the lovely voice of Tony Brook as well. I'm delighted to be joined by Danny Carroll. Danny, how are you? Very well, Fran, very well. Uh, good to see you today. Sad news, Danny. You would <laughs> have gone back quite news. a ways with uh, yeah. Dennis O as yeah. well. Well, first of all, condolences, of course, to Stella and Michael and the extended family, you know. It's a very sad day. We yeah. were all devastated to hear the terrible news. We go back quite, we do go back quite a long time. Even when Banatlun Malice started, we, after a few years, we would put on stage shows and that, the likes of all of our pantomime. And Dennis was in the middle of it, of course, and even playing parts and producing. And yeah. he had a great, um, he had a great eye for things mm. like that. I would miss this kind of stuff. He was an extremely cultured man. And even all the the lovely music that you were playing there. Yes. But Dennis had really very Catholic tastes uh, about music. Dennis could appreciate a, a Beethoven symphony just as as he could Matt Monroe. Yes. You know. Yeah. There was no snobbery about Absolutely it. Really. Yeah. 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 Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. And Dennis is a guy that I would seek out um, if we were giving a performance, a band performance or an orchestral performance or whatever. And Dennis was in the audience, and I would listen to what he said. You know, what did you think, Dennis? And most people would say, you know, oh, you were great, lads. Like, you know, <laughs> but I'd say, what do you really think? Well, he might say to me, yes. you know, you probably had a little few intonation problems, you know, in the clarinet <laughs> section. Um, the thing. And I would listen to that. So he had a very musical ear oh, then, Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he's dead on with things, you know. Yeah. And then we'd have little coffee mornings. He would come up and join the... Other the Tony O'Keefe and Michael Kiley and those and we, anybody who wasn't there, we talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved that. And he loved that he as well. Yeah, humour. And yeah. you just reminded me there that of course he was always on call as well to MC. So so many. Uh, yes, he MC uh, for us. Over he MC quite yeah. a, a number of concerts for us and the research you would put into it, as you were saying mm. there, yeah. about this, the research you would put into it was mind-boggling. You know which. I used to say, well, Dennis, you really don't need half of that, you know. Oh, yeah. no, 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 we have to do it. 
Yeah, he always put the work in, didn't he? Put he put the work in and it came out the other side. Absolutely, for, yeah. for, for, for certain. Um, as you say, the choice of music. Many people want us to say about the choice of music on Solid Gold Sunday, how much they loved it and that uh, they don't hear uh, as much of it anymore yes. as well. Did you say you had a story for us, Tony? Well, well uh, b- back in the, the good old days of the early days of local radio, I think it must have been in the CBC days, Yes. Uh, that um, I had the pleasure of being able to produce an idea which uh, was given me uh, great uh, permission by the station at the time. I had this idea for uh, separate interviews with people who were involved in show business in County Tipperary and I had this idea that the name of the programme would be There's No Business Like Show Business and I got the go ahead for that. So anyway uh, I thought to myself who's going to present this programme now? There's only one person who can do that because he has the knowledge from the arts, he knows all about show business and I spoke to Dennis and Dennis said yes I'd be very happy to do it and together we, we sorted out the names of six very well-known people and I think Danny might have been one of them because uh, at the time uh, all of the famous people who were involved in the various aspects of entertainment in County Tipperary were included in a six-part series Mm. and one of the uh, shows which we uh, recorded was down in the uh, living room of the great Paddy Clancy. Paddy was one of them and he very kindly invited us down to his house and we set up our uh, bit of gear in his uh, living room and uh, he sat on one side, Dennis sat on the other side. I was behind a big reel to reel tape recorder that we used to have here at one time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Those types of uh, reel to reel machines. World, and I had my headphones yeah. on and I was looking at the dials to make sure that uh, everything went off okay. And then when we brought it back to the studio, it was transferred then and edited onto cassettes. So at the time, it was cassettes and all the, any music that was introduced uh, during the programme was included on the cassette as well. So um, some of the those cassettes must be around somewhere. Or <laughs> Wouldn't I love to hear them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, were terrific. We had wonderful people uh, on on the programs, and uh, yes. another time as well, Dennis and uh, the great Jerry Gannon, who was uh, <laughs> absolutely yes, uh, yes, uh, who's we're, back home by the way at the moment. Is as he? Oh, yeah, great yeah. stuff. Hello yeah. to Jerry if, you, if yeah. you're listening at the moment. Mm. Uh, Dennis and himself uh, went up the country because uh, they heard that there was a building with a ghost in it. Uh, I think it was a <laughs> castle or somewhere like that. And himself, yeah. and uh, they went up for the tape recorder to try and see <laughs> to, 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 to capture, ghost, the to capture the ghost yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, so they came back they came back to our house and they were laughing mad they didn't have any success anyway but they had a good crack uh, and, and a chat about it above at our house uh, uh, for, one time that indeed. happened a, a good bit well, well Tony and, and Shay and Danny staying with us and we'll be going to the phones to speak to some former colleagues and indeed some uh, great friends of uh, Dennis. Of course he was such a fan of Bennett Clue and Mella and he was such a supporter wasn't he, he Danny, was, over the indeed, years? Indeed he was you know? a great supporter yeah. absolutely but it, it just brings you around to the when they produced the see the, the that wonderful CD of Mick Dell mm. you know his input to that, that was, was huge, I remember at one yeah. meeting um in the museum now and there was a great people around and there was a lot of work went into producing that and it was a very worthwhile project mm. but um there was a, not a lot of knowledge the tapes were from the 40s they were lost tapes yes. or something where they recorded Galway I think and um it was very hard to pin down certain things like there was one vocal I remember and uh some knowledgeable person at the meeting said we didn't know who it was singing basically 
Um, he said, oh, that's definitely Eddie Roberts singing, who sang with Dell for years, like, you know. But these were in the 40s, and Dennis piped up and he said, well, if that's Eddie Roberts, you'd be hearing the voice of a boy soprano, he said. <laughs> <laughs> so he had all of that background knowledge on, on, on the song. Oh, he had wonderful, he had yeah. amazing knowledge about McDell. Yeah. Like, you know, McDell, the band, the personnel, the music he played, all that kind of stuff. Of course. Yeah. Well, we have some of yes. uh, McDell's music and we will play that later. Yeah. We'll just take a break. We'll be right back. Right. The Imro Radio Award-winning Tip Today. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Test drive the all-new Peugeot 2008 compact SUV at Slattery's Garage, puck on. Choose from petrol, diesel or fully electric. Slattery'sGarage.ie Our late uh, friend and colleague, uh, Dennis O'Sullivan and uh, Tony Brook is with me here in studio along with Chase Searson and Danny Carroll. Let's go to the phones, though, and to, uh, well, we know him as Doc. The great Aidan O'Doherty is with me. Aidan. Uh, good morning to you. Morning, friend. Uh, good, good to chat to you today. And I'm so sorry that it's on such a sad occasion. You were particularly saddened when you got the news yesterday. I know, Doc. Oh, I, I was, friend, because uh, what really bothered me was that I had driven past Dennis's house a couple of times this year, yeah. and um, I said I must call in. I must I call know. in, you know. Yeah. And as usual, then it's too late, you know. Yeah, but, you you uh, go all the way you you go all the way back to the pirate days, uh, Doc, with him. Yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, uh, back to CBC and uh, prior to that in uh, Pirate Radio and Yawn as well. Mm. But with Dennis, um, what can you say about Dennis? You know, I mean, your three guests have stolen every line that you could think of. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> well, I know you broke his heart working with him when he, when he was manager of Sureland. <laughs> the dog broke a lot of hearts. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I tell you, the, the first uh, the first tune I had with, uh, with Dennis about the Sureland radio was I called into his shop one day, you know? Yes. I remember, I don't know if you remember, he used to have a shop in Carnell Street there where, um, where the paper shop is now. Yes. Himself and Stella used to uh, run that. And I was in with Dennis one day, I think I was buying fags off him or something at the time, and I just happened to mention about the radio. So I knew that himself and John Ryan and uh, Darren Cullen and a few others were out um, applying for a licence. And they got it, uh, much to the surprise of, of everybody else that applied <laughs> for licences. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Um, I just said to him, uh, I said, have you, have you got a sales team, Dennis? And he looked to me like uh, three heads. Uh, I don't know, he said. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was three weeks before they opened. Yes. So I, I, he said to me, go down to John. He said, he's blowing the, the gas house. He says, you know, and he knows. And I turned to John and John looked at me like I had four heads. No, I'm three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, we didn't uh, we didn't get to uh, have a sales team anyway on the road when when Shoreline launched, uh, which was a pity. But I remember Dennis when he was station manager. Yes. And uh, he came along to me one day uh, when the first JNLRs came out, and he was perplexed. He couldn't he couldn't believe what had happened. And I said, "You must up, Dennis." Ah, oh, he said, "The JNLRs are in this morning." He said, "And they won't show them to me." <laughs> the, the, these were the listenership figures for the yeah, station, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said he had said to, to John and uh, Tina at the time, 
But I'm station manager. I'm supposed to see the GNLR figures. <laughs> and he was told they were none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> it's, lovely. it's lovely, yeah. Wasn't there a bus or something? Was, was there a bus that you got for the, the station uh, or something around that time as well, Doc? Oh, we had a, we had a big... Uh, <laughs> We had a big XRAF 38 seater bus uh, with no power steering or anything on it. <laughs> and um, I remember, uh, just to re- reflect on that, Tony, you probably remember this as well. It was pre Chase Earson days <laughs> when we were lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh, ever, ever the nasty word. Uh. <laughs> but anyway. Um, we were we had we had run into trouble financially, and uh, the the uh, the crowd in Dublin had uh, told us that we had to reorganise immediately, or we'd lose the license and that. So uh, there had to be trimmings of staff and that, and we had a staff meeting in the bus, <laughs> right? Yes. All the staff, and uh, there were two members of the board there representing the board, and. Uh, we were going on and on anyway, and uh, things were getting heated, and then they were cooling down and that. And next thing, poor Timmy Cooney, the late Timmy, you addressed him. Yeah. He stuck his head in the bus and he said, I have an outside broadcasting carrick in 40 minutes, and I'm going in five. <laughs> in the bus. <laughs> in the bus. <laughs> and at the same time, there was a giant crane taking the microwave, as we used to call the, uh, the, the cabin that's the CEO had for for his office right. was being lifted over the roof of the gas house oh, I love and, it. and being repossessed. <laughs> but anyway, uh, there were great days though, Doc. Oh God! After five minutes, anyway, me and Timmy got into the cab and started driving the bus out the gate. And we all had to have a, a mad scramble out of the bus when he stopped with the jeep. Well, Doc, we were delighted to hear from you today and uh, thank you so much for coming on with us to pay tribute to your great friend, Dennis. It was my pleasure, friend. I'd like to uh, I'd like to wish my condolences to uh, Stella and Michael as well. Right. Um, a lovely man, Dennis, and uh, I, I, never, I never met a man so distraught when he finished on radio. Yeah. He was truly distraught and uh, it was his life. It was heartbreaking for him, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. it was. And, and uh, I even I even suggested that he go on hospital radio or that even, you know, but no, the heart was gone out of him. Yeah. May he rest in peace, a lovely man. Uh, that's, that's for sure. You look after yourself, Doc, and thank you so much for coming on with me today. Aidan O'Doherty there, um, best known to us all as Doc. Do you remember the bus, uh, Tony? Were you on the infamous I, bus? I do, Fran, yes. I do remember as well, yes, I do. <laughs> I do indeed. Was, it was a, it yeah, was there were great, yeah. great, great days indeed. Yeah, all right, let's good. go back to the phones, and I know that Murish Walsh is there for us now. Murish, good morning to you. Morning, Fran. And uh, it's a sad day, Moorish, and uh, thank you so much for, for making time for me. You you were telling me something. Will you tell me about the wedding, first of all? Yeah. God, Dennis, yeah. I remember when we did that tribute to Vincent Handley. Um, oh, God, it must be 10 years ago now, Fran, you yeah, and I. Yeah. And uh, I was chatting to Dennis and, of course, um, sympathies to Stella and Michael and the extended Sullivan and Smith families, but they would be family friends, uh, you know, first and foremost, Dennis and Stella. But Dennis told me that when he got married to uh, Stella, um, that uh, whoever was to sing at their wedding uh, kind of left them down at the last minute or 
I don't know what happened. Mm. But he ended up having Vincent Hanley sing at his wedding. Did he <laughs> indeed? Is that... And uh, Vincent wow. was, a, was a boy soprano and a uh, very good singer. And I, I, my brother Owen, Danny would know very well, uh, heard Vincent uh, sing in the fiery hall one day, uh, saying, these are just a few of my favourite things from Oliver. And it was a source of great pride to Dennis. And I remember him, he kind of put his fist up and he said, I'm very, very proud of that. He said, Vincent Hanley sang at my wedding. Oh, you isn't, know? That, isn't that fantastic? You're a, bro- um, you're a broadcaster yourself, of course, Mersh. I mean, what, um, what did you make of him as a broadcaster? Uh, look, he was, he was a pro. Yeah. He, was a, he was an old pro. And the one thing that I think I, I, I always found about Dennis was that the genre of music that he played uh, on his solid gold Sunday programs, uh, you don't hear that anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's um, Ronan Collins might play play the odd piece here and there, but uh, it's not something that you hear. I think that he he covered all bases. He had a, he had a huge fan base, and I think something that Danny Carroll taught me when I was uh, when I broke Danny's heart in Bonaclamala was this: uh, never, 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 never disrespect the music. Yeah. Never put the music at risk. I always treat the music with respect. And uh, that was something that Dennis always did. And his knowledge, I think that was the big thing, no more than yourself, and His knowledge of music was, was fantastic. And one of the things about his, you know, his friendship with, with Mick Dell, which was, you know, I know you touched on. Mm. Um, and he was very close to Mick and was with Mick when he died. And I know that every Christmas he used that have a drop of Jenny together, and that was one thing I said to you about Dennis. He was a he was a very good judge of bad whiskey, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yes. but 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 as my sister Molly, uh, um, who would have been in the theatre guild with him along with with my brother Rory, who I know is heartbroken over in America on hearing of Dennis's death, um, because they would have been in, back in the CBC days together and. As I said, my sister Molly and Rory, they would have been in the theatre guild with him. My father, Nate father, was president of the theatre guild. But going back to the, the McDowell, is that Dennis understood the social history of the time when, when McDowell was playing. And uh, he gave one or two lectures on that. And that's why when RT came down to um, cover uh, and to talk about McDowell, uh, they interviewed Dennis because Dennis understood what was going on at the time and the importance of Mick Dell uh, to the people. Mm. And, uh, and and that's something that's often lost. And I think that's something that, you know, again, uh, when you're you're not... Dennis wasn't just playing records on a Sunday. You know, he wasn't doing any... He wasn't just throwing anything on. And I think Tony would be the same when Tony was mm. on the radio. Yes, Jay, they planned you know, and they put put loads of work into programming yeah, it, I suppose, yeah, is the way to describe Yeah, and, and researching yeah. it. And one thing my sister said to me, and I, I like, I, I never treaded the board, but he was... I, I, one thing I always found about Dennis when he was in the theatre, again, if I can talk about that, that I found a member, that he had great comedic timing. And anybody you ever speak to who has acted, uh, being a comedic actor is the hardest thing to do because people think that, oh, sure, any fella can go up and act easier on the stage when it's not. He could do both, but he was very good as a comedic actor, and it takes a lot of, takes a lot of great timing. Yeah, and you described it beautifully to me in our conversation yesterday because you said that when he came on stage before he opened his mouth, he had a presence and he was funny. 
Yeah, yeah, and I don't mean that in a patronising yes. way. And I don't want to eulogise someone beyond debt or in debt than they were in life, you know. Um, but there are some people like John Cavanaugh, the great actor. Mm. When he when he would come on stage, you, you would immediately look at him and you 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 you'd, you'd find him funny. Um, Danny would know who I'm talking about. Jim Shea as well in the chorus and say, and when Dennis would come on the stage, he had a presence. He just, and he just, he, he would make you smile. He would put you in good form. And he, I, I suppose it's because he had such a great sense of humour and he could laugh at himself. But his comic timing was, was absolutely um, perfect. And he, 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 was, he, he had a good sense of humour. And there are some people who, they can be fine comedic actors, but they're not particularly funny people, if you get what I'm... Yes, they're of not, course. They're not, they're, course, they're not, yeah. They're not good-humoured people, and he was. And uh, and even on his radio show, um, you know, he could he could he could laugh at himself. He could and he, he could and, um, he, and, and, yeah. he, and he could find the good humour in, in everything. All right. And the, well, other thing, uh, and the other thing, just one final thing that yes. our father I'd like to say about that is, is that um, anyone I've spoken to about him as an actor said he was very 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 generous, and I think. That's one thing I found as when I was starting out as trying to do the broadcasting that he was very, very generous to me. He gave me an awful lot of advice um, and it was up to me to do what I wanted with that. But um, And he produced one or two things for me back in the day. And uh, as well as being a dear friend and, uh, you know, I'm very sad at the news, is that um, Dennis's knowledge um, will be... Greatly missed. He, he, he just well, his knowledge. That's that's for certain, Burish. And uh, thank you so much, Burish, for coming on no with me problem, today. Man. And we wish you well. And I hope the health uh, improves. Thank you for talking thank to me man. today, Burish. Thank you, Gurmil Mahagut. Uh, let's stay with uh, the phone lines now, and let's go to a gentleman who was a recipient of uh, one of uh, the Tip FM Arts Awards. And I'm delighted to be joined now by the great uh, Derek Ryan. Derek, good morning to you. Good morning, Fran. How are you? And uh, thanks for taking my call yesterday, and I, I broke the news to you, and I know you were very saddened to, to hear about this, uh, Derek, because, as I say, you you were a recipient of a, of a Tip FM Arts Award, weren't you? A great honour when, when, when my earlier career, and I was starting out when I came back down from Dublin, and I joined Tipperary Musical Society, whom Dennis was a great supporter of and promoted all our shows out through the years. And just on behalf of Tipperary Society, I just wanted to offer all my condolences to uh, his family and all his friends and colleagues. Yeah, we, that was a big night, a back tie event out in Dundrum House. And uh, we were just after doing uh, Yeoman of the Guard. And uh, he was um, just at the show, and it was an impressive show. And he he uh, just uh, felt that it was uh, uh, it was a show that went down to Waterford and did very well. And it was just a uh, it was a great um, introduction to, to to Tipperary and Tipperary Music Society. And uh, he just felt that it, it needed to be acknowledged, and it was a great honour. It's very hard to get recognition of the arts, whether you're in musical or theatre. Now, Derek, and it's important to have people. I I wonder if people of that stature are that common anymore in terms of, you know, their knowledge of the arts and appreciation of it and willing to publicise it and stay, you know? That, when you when I got the news yesterday and I was trying to think of all the great qualities that the man had, and that was the one that came out the most, it was his knowledge. And everybody that has spoken this morning has, has uh, alluded to that. 
you could sit with Dennis now for five minutes and you'd learn something and you could sit with him for five hours and you'd still be talking five hours later about all sorts of music and people and art and acting. And he had uh, terrific information and he was very generous with that information. And uh, I he... He would just sit and and help and talk and discuss and uh, he was a wonderful person to talk to and meet. Derek, very good of you to talk to us today because I know you were on night shift and you stayed up uh, to chat to us, so it's much appreciated, Derek. Well, I, I, you're very welcome. I just wanted to say that uh, he was very like the British there before when I used to do uh, just class and he would be coming in after me. He was so helpful and encouraging and kind and generous with his time to me and uh, he would be sadly, sadly missed. All right, Derek, you look after yourself and thank you so much indeed. Uh, Bass baritone there, man with even a lovely speaking voice, uh, the great uh, Derek Ryan there. It's an interesting one, Danny, isn't it? You know, people of that stature with that breadth of musical knowledge and arts knowledge and stuff as a broad... They're they're rare enough nowadays, aren't they? They are rare enough, yes. But, uh, I mean, people like Dennis, when he spoke, you listened. Yes. You get a lot of people these days and they are talking. Yes, sure. (laughs) And you don't listen because they don't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very waffle. superficial. And yes. Yeah, wa- uh, quite a lot of <laughs> Dennis yes. was completely different. He had an in-depth knowledge of all, all through experience. He yes. gained this experience throughout his life. And then he dabbled it. Well, I won't say dabbled, but he was into everything like the uh, musicals, the drama, the broadcasting. That I mean, he was, a, he was an encyclopedic really you know yeah. well it's lovely to remember him today I need to take another break uh, but we have lots more people that want to uh, chat to us I'll be right back the Imro Radio award winning tip today with Slattery's Garage puck on test drive the all new Peugeot 2008 compact SUV at Slattery's Garage puck on choose from petrol diesel or fully electric slatterysgarage.ie and you're very welcome back to our tribute to our late friend and colleague uh, Dennis O'Sullivan and just before we go on Shay we have to mention that occasion in, in, in Dundrum House where Dennis was uh, he was presenting the Arts Awards yeah I mean incredible um, you talk about the show must go on yeah I mean he took it to a new level uh, as you kind yeah. of said the Arts Awards was his baby yeah completely. and the work he put into that but I mean on the night of the Arts Awards yeah, um, his his sister came along with Stella to yeah. to the awards, and, and she unf- did every year. Unfortunately, yeah. his sister died upstairs in the bedroom while of, getting ready of the hotel while yeah, getting ready yeah. to come downstairs, and we were wondering what the delay was. And I went upstairs to to chat to Dennis, and and and, and there she was. And in his grief, he insisted that night on continuing on and presenting the Arts Awards. And you were making the point that he did so, like. You you couldn't tell. Well, I mean, on, on the night you were there, Danny. Yes, I was there. Yes, yeah. and you never would have never known. knew. Yeah, yeah, never knew yeah, what yeah. was going on. At I all, mean, yeah. just think of that. Like uh, nobody would have said anything. No, yeah. it, people would have said, "Oh God, Dennis, so sorry, we'll cancel." Yes. He was the one that found her. He was the one that was there. Absolutely, he yeah. went on. The and he insisted, Danny, that there was no mention of it until after. Absolutely, afterwards, yeah. We never heard anything during it. Yeah. You know, it was a normal uh, great arts award night mm. in Dundrum House, yeah. as they all were. And incredible. Un- un- unbelievable. One other thing, Frank, yes, just, that just came to me when Murish men- mentioned about his comedic uh, timing and talent. Yeah. 
he was absent for a little while and he was coming back and we said we'd make a promo. And of course, typical Dennis, he came up with reports of my passing have been greatly <laughs> exaggerated. You know, and yes. that was that was the way he thought. Yes, you of know, course, in, in a theatrical way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go to my, my great friend, uh, Eamon O'Dwyer. Eamon, good morning to you. Morning, Fran, yeah. And what a, what a, it's a, to, be, to be talking to you guys, I don't know. Well, it's lovely to have you on, and it's a pity it's such a sad occasion. Right up to the end, I mean, you were meeting Dennis on a regular basis long after he left the station, uh, Eamon. Yeah, I was only actually talking to him last Monday week. Yeah. Uh, I was up for a walk in the evening time. I'd often ring him on the way out or on the way back from a walk. Uh, talking to him at least for a half an hour. He was in right form. You know, the, the crack with, with with Dennis, there's always some funny stories. And there was always a smile on his face. And you know that even even 30 miles away. You know, yeah. he was that type of guy. And look, we all have stories. And the lads there, Shane, Murray, and all the guys there had fantastic stories. And Tony, look, at, I have my own as well. Um, I remember uh, a, a couple of times, I remember one time we were out for breakfast one morning and Dennis, uh, he said he'd bring me down to show. For whatever reason, he brought me down to the river shore. Uh, <laughs> he had some fishing rights on the river shore, wherever they were. Oh, that's right, uh, Eamon. I had forgotten about that. He did indeed, yeah. yeah. So kind of, we went down to see the river, what his area was, and I couldn't really understand. I thought the river was open for everybody. <laughs> but anyway, he had some fishing rights <laughs> <laughs> for... for, for for the thing, and I said to him, uh, we're just walking along the bank, and I said, Dennis, you know, we're after having a nice breakfast uh, up in Neves in, in, in Tranmere. Uh, this would be an ideal place to set a night line. And you could have a breakfast every morning when you come down and get a <laughs> cut of salmon. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> what he says to him was, well, you're a bad influence. We get out of here. <laughs> sure, you're a bad so, influence on everybody, Eamon. Uh, one, one of your, you, you've given us a clip, and we're going to play it in in a moment. Because did you, did you have it down your way with with uh, with Dennis as your special guest? Yeah, with the, yeah, with the Channel Theatre Group, they were celebrating uh, forty five years, and Dennis was course, one of the founder members. Yes. And uh, he basically comes on there and look, as you know, we're down your way. There's only so many you can get on. Yes. And then it's got on there. I, I, I don't know how long, maybe five or six minutes. Uh, mm. It was absolutely brilliant. But he, even since he retired from the radio, I have spoken to him hundreds of times. Mm. And we were always talking about doing his life story. And I will do it next week and we'll do it. We'll do it in a few weeks time, you know. But lucky enough to have that clip, that's just a clip of Dennis. Uh, just picked it up yesterday. Oh, look at him. He was an amazing character. He was a lovely, lovely, lovely man. I remember one time, uh, I was just starting in Tip FM, and you, you know my technical ability, Brandon Moran. <laughs> it's legendary. <laughs> it's absolutely, and many of So we went to Nina. I went out with, he was doing an announced show in Nina. And he left uh, his mini disc out of his hand. And I was looking at this mini disc. I never saw one before. And... I pressed the button in it and I said, this is Dennis O'Sullivan broadcasting from North Cape, you see? And yes. I left it down again, pressed back the button. So when Dennis went home, Dennis didn't even know I did this, you see? So when he went home to edit the program, he found this on it. <laughs> and what did he do? He played it on Sunday. 
<laughs> and he wanted people to ring in to recognise who is this guy. <laughs> oh uh, my God! So. Very good there indeed. Was, there was there was dinner for two in the Amber Hotel, and by the program, in, no one had a clue who I, the hell I was. <laughs> there, was there was dinner for fifteen because no one could figure out what was going on. Ah, uh, very oh, good God. indeed. It's we're just, going. It's just great, uh, yeah. We're going to play a couple of minutes from that uh, program okay. that you okay, you were talking about right now, Eamon. But uh, thank you so much for coming on with us today, yeah. Eamon. Just before you go, our condolences to Michael and to, to Stella, of course, and to, and to Michael and that it's great that loss. And right. we thank all regret and regret, it, regret the whole thing. It's a hugely important person in our lives. Fantastic that's, guy. That's for sure. Eamon, beautifully put, and thank you very much indeed for that. That's our old friend uh, Eamon O'Dwyer there. Um, from the uh, piece that uh, Eamon was talking about, here's a couple of minutes of Dennis talking about the genesis of the Clamell Theatre Guild. It would probably be news to most people here, if not everyone here, how, how the actual Clamell Theatre Guild was founded, because it actually started in St Mary's Choral Society back in 1968, right? Uh, I had been a member of the Coral Society for about 12 months before that and uh, somebody mentioned uh, something about a drama group and we were wondering whether we could start one within the Coral Society. And it happened at that time that there was a huge revival of drama throughout Ireland. It just, just happened, nobody could explain it. Uh, the, the drama groups had been hit uh, mainly when television came on in, in uh, 1962, the, the television went on air in 1961. New Year's Eve 1961 and it hit a lot of drama groups and hit cinemas and everything else but when we got in towards the end of the 1960s there was a revival in drama and it was decided that St Mary's Coral Society would put on a play and the word went out and there was a huge influx of people in to join the drama group in within the Choral Society so much so that it, there were we were rehearsing one play uh, the play by the Western world uh, and so many other people came in and decided to do a second play at the same time. They would run the same week, run the two plays uh, um, directly after one another. And it was actually advertised. We got up to the, the, the point of advertising it on a poster. It was advertised as St Mary's Choral Society's drama group putting on these two plays. But unfortunately, there were so many of us there and we only had one premises and that was the, the Choral Society premises. We were interfering with what was happening in the Choral Society. And the decision was made that we'd break away, leave them to themselves, and we would, would go absolutely solo. Uh, we postponed the, the uh, initial staging of the plays, formed a drama group in Hearns Hotel in February 1969, called it the Clamell Theatre Guild, and put on the two plays, and they've been going strong ever since. It must be rather unique that a drama group, must be the only drama group that ever started within a musical society. What's the feeling like to be a father figure of it all? Old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Always, always the witty line. You can't, you can't beat it. Uh, lots of people on to us uh, to uh, send in their condolences on the passing of of Dennis. And lot, lots of people on to say how good it is to hear your voice on the radio this morning as well, Tony. So you absolutely you have loads of fans out there. That's for sure. Thank you very much, Fran. Hello to everybody. I want to say a big thank you to you all for uh, remembering me. Uh, we had great times and uh, I, I fondly remember all of the listeners. We had great fun. And yeah. I think that's the, the thing that I miss most about uh, doing the programmes is the wonderful listeners who you meet and they tell you what they like and what they don't like and meeting them again and uh, yeah. renewing old times. Absolutely. And uh, as well as that, the camaraderie as well. I mean, we're still all great friends here, God knows, but 
the camaraderie of those years in radio was very special, Tony, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Brian. Everybody helped everybody out. And yeah. uh, I always remember we had our uh, CD library just down the yes. corridor from yes. here. And uh, if you go down uh, at any stage and you see all of these... Uh, uh, records from the past and uh, CDs from collections from yesteryear of big bands and music and American music and everything. You know that you you, you are in Dennis's area there. You know th- those are CDs that he used. Of and course, he yeah. brought in his own ones as well. In fact, Shay, I was speaking to our mutual friend Norman Morrissey yesterday, oh, Norman. and uh, it was great. And he was talking about that very thing that he used to steal records <laughs> belonging to Dennis, and Dennis would know who took them. And and eventually he wrote a note. He didn't want to confront him. Down Directly, but he wrote a note to say, "Would the effort?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking the CDs and putting them back in the wrong place. Uh, who would know. want to confront who Norman would? Morrissey? Well, that's, that's, the, that's the point that he made as well. Lovely memory from Norman as well. Uh, we were standing outside one day, uh, Dennis and Norman and myself, and uh, Dennis looked out the window and he said, "Who owns the dirty white van out there?" <laughs> and it was Norman's van, so it was, oh. just, was just lovely indeed. He'd be sadly missed anyway, Danny. You know and. People like that, you know. People. He'll be very sadly missed. What we'll particularly miss about him is his um, informed comments and uh, give you a little information about things and that. Very informed. And when Dennis spoke, you listened, even though he was a very soft speaker all the rest of it but you listened and you took it on board well we were delighted to have you all in even though it's a very sad occasion for us and uh, Shay and Tony and Danny thank you thank and you. Uh, to the many thank contributors on the on the phones as well now we're going to run over a little with this into our Friday panel because I know a lot more people want to get in we'll see what we can squeeze in just after 11 o'clock but thank you all indeed news and information's on the way Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Welcome back to uh, Tip Today and uh, tributes uh, still coming in. Um, about our own uh, Dennis O'Sullivan. Uh, Helen Gardner was on to say, heartbroken to hear of Dennis's passing. He was wonderful on the radio and a lovely man and condolences to Stella and uh, to the family as well. Um, uh, Fran, I have such fond memories of Dennis O'Sullivan when I worked with him on the Haiti um, tragedy back a few years ago. Uh, he was one of Tipperary's gentlemen and may his gentle soul rest in peace. And that's from Connie Fleming, who's in uh, Tumivara. Hello, Connie. How are you uh, today? And uh, lots more coming into us uh, like that. Uh, Pat is in Ross Gray. He says, Fran, the late Dennis O'Sullivan and Mick Coffey's programmes were compulsive listening on a Sunday morning. If you missed one, the morning was ruined. But if you missed both, it was a complete and absolute uh, disaster. Uh, Eileen Campbell was on to us as well to congratulate us. Uh, on the show and saying it's great to hear Tony uh, back on the radio this morning uh, paying tribute indeed to uh, Dennis as well. Let us go to the phone lines now and we're going to Jeremiah. Jerry, good morning to you. Good morning, Fran. How are you? I'm very well indeed. And thank you so much for coming on with us today, Jerry, because you have lovely memories of uh, Dennis uh, out in Ardfinnan. Oh, yeah. Um, in the 80s, Fran, of course, the late 80s, there wasn't a lot of workarounds as you can well know. Yeah. And uh, Dennis came out to us in the late 80s. And the old hall in Ardfinham was a very bad state. 
um, holes in the roof, which is a great Steve Andrew songs about and all that. Yes. So um, the community council at the time, a new community council was formed. Everyone in the village was, was on that. And uh, it was decided to have um, a stage show of some sort. So the panto was thrown out. And we said, the panto and our trainer, how is that going to work? So Dennis O'Sullivan came out. We did Cinderella in 1989, uh, and the rest is history. He stayed with us for 10 years. Uh, he took the wildness off the likes of myself and Will Nugent, who just liked to go face <laughs> the stage and uh, put a bit of manners on him more than once. He had to put a few manners on myself and Nugent. And, uh, but likewise, we were very good to Dennis. We showed him the local hostel in our training where he got to know um, um, what it was to have a nice night after a show. Yes, uh, as, as Barry said, he was a fan of bad whiskey. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we had some great nights, and then of course his party piece, King of the Road. We yes, had our, of our, our things yes. after that. But yeah, I just want to pay a tribute to him, and I want to pay a tribute to yourself, Rand, because I have to say that when a national figure dies, and rightly so, RTE pay a tribute to them. But your show this morning and contributions from, of course, the man with the biggest smile on the radio, Tony Brook, and even though the wire. And, Meredith and yourself and everyone mean fantastic tribute, a fantastic programme to this. I'm so Stella is listening in this morning. Hello to Stella, I'm so sorry for you, Stella and from Michael, a wonderful couple, uh, Dennis and Stella. But we had some great times with him in our fin and you know I smile, yeah, that absolutely. Smile. Mind you, I was on the receiving end of the <laughs> well, it wasn't a quirky smile, but at the end of the day, we were great friends from well, that. And it was so sad to hear of his passing, and uh, we'll be all in the weekend, because Alfredon Village really, really, really has fond memories of Dennis O'Sullivan, what he did for our village. He was the man, he was Mr. Panto, and then, of course, it was Dennis O on the radio with you every, every uh, sure. we were we yeah, yeah. Well, Jared, thank you so much. It's a lovely tribute, and thank you so much for your time this morning, Jared. Thank, thank you. Thank you for paying tribute, and Fran, love to talk to you again. Thank you. Bye bye, Janana. Jeremiah speaking to us uh, today. Let's go to uh, to Eddie Cummins now. Eddie, good morning to you. Good morning, friend. And of course, Eddie, you were chair of the Choral Society. Indeed, you wrote a book about the Choral Society as well, <laughs> and and uh, lovely involvement with Dennis over the years too. Ah, uh, yeah. 
Jensen and I were, were great friends, and even our latest uh, friendship blossomed when he joined the Gordoneers, yes. our main vice choir. Yeah. And I was delighted to see him coming in the, the door of St. Mary's School, and he enjoyed it immensely with all the lads. We're all of an age, and we all had so much in common. But uh, a gentleman wrote about the no, the interview with Dennis himself about the starting of the theatre game. Yes, yeah. Well, my my claim to fame is that I was here, and the whole society were doing lively time, and like everything else, there were peaks and valleys, and mm. we were having great difficulty with getting cast men, and uh, we struggled around and had rounded up put off the show for a while and then resurrected and um, we were ready to go and there was a knock on the door here. I was watching a rugby match here in Every Road and uh, Brendan Long, the Lord Merson, great producer and Dennis came in. Could we put off Lilac time for another period mm. so they could get the, their play going? We were kind of Twins at the time, of course, the yeah. and the drama again. So I, after all we'd been through, I felt we couldn't push it off. So it was a no from me anyway. And Dennis and Brendan weren't too happy, <laughs> and they 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 left they left the house. We we didn't fall out, yeah. but of course there'd be a little coolness then. But the morning after the day. The morning after the missing mm. Heron's Hotel and started the drama guild. So I kind of feel I'm responsible <laughs> in, in an indirect way of starting the drama guild. <laughs> so your stubbornness <laughs> helped to, to kick off uh, the Theatre Guild. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, love that's it. Indeed, yeah. Well, he'll be very sadly missed by, by us all. That's, uh, uh, that's for uh, sure, Dennis, Andy. Dennis was a grand a gentleman and his wife had, had contributed a lot to the arts in John Mel and Stella I'm very fond of sure. and very sad Well because, Eddie uh, Eddie we appreciate you taking the call this morning and thank you so much for coming on with me Eddie yeah, thank, thank you, you for thank calling you. me Thank, thank you. you. Bye, bye bye to you now Eddie Cummins uh, speaking to us there just finally uh, let's go to uh, my own colleague, uh, Ger O'Neill, from uh, our sales department, but indeed with our theatrical hat on her today. Ger, good morning to you. Good morning, Fran. I know you were extremely saddened to hear the news yesterday, Ger, because with the oh. Holy Cross drama, he would have been so involved over the years oh as well. Oh, my God. You have no idea. I, I was shocked yeah. yesterday when I heard about it. And, you know, it was like a member of the family, yeah. you know? Yeah. And particularly here in Holy Cross, um, you know, between the drama festival, which he absolutely loved. Mm. And, you know, I mean, he was so um, engaged in everything we did with it, you know, and like he, he was he was mesmerized, but like he used to come back stage and talk to all the visiting cast. And um, I don't think there's a drama group in the county that didn't meet Dennis O'Sullivan, you know. And yeah. I mean, he he actually said to me himself one day, he said, "Would you believe that there, you know, because we I was given out that, you know, really uh, it's a pity that there aren't more Tipperary groups involved in the festival." And, um, you know, it's such great fun. And if everybody knew the, the you know, the, the ins and outs, but they'd, <laughs> they'd never come out, they'd never, uh, or they'd all want to join in. Um, and he said to me, would you believe, he said, that there is over 65 drama groups in this county alone. Wow. And, 
Wow. I was shocked. I was wow. actually shocked. Wow. And, um, you know, and I'd say every, I'd say he's probably met every, somebody from each of those groups. You know. Isn't that incredible? Um, you, you were hostess at many of the, the arts uh, awards evenings as well. At at every your... one of them. Yeah. yeah I was. Yeah. Um, and uh, they so, were marvellous occasions, weren't oh, they? Oh, they were absolutely superb. They yeah. really were. It was just a, a, a date on the calendar and it was one you just didn't forget. Um, you know, and like each um, each recipient was so thrilled to receive. Um, a, it was such a prestigious award, and it was an amazing night. And you know, everything had to be just so for Dennis. Like he was, he was so professional. Of course, and, yeah. And we, uh, we, I know that you're busy this morning, so maybe you didn't hear it. But we alluded to the the incident where where his sister died in in, in the hotel and he insisted on carrying on that night and not mentioning anything until the end. Absolutely. And I didn't know anything about it. And, you know, I was there bringing each recipient up to the stage and Dennis still smiled and he still, you know, and it was was afterwards when he said, I want to dedicate this night to my sister Mary. And I was like, what? Why? You know, I'm not, like, I couldn't believe it. He yes, because we so all had met her earlier on before before yes, we started. Yeah, we did. Know, it's That's just... right. And I was at her funeral down in West Cork, and yeah. you know, he was so close to her. Yeah. Um, you know, but it was a very sad occasion. But he was so professional. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I have to say, the very first time I met Dennis, which is quite funny, really, because um, I was a stay-at-home mom at the time, mm-hmm. um, twenty years ago, and um, I met Dennis and the bowels, um McCoffee, yes. um, the two of them in the outside broadcast unit, which was the big, big bus that Doc was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they were doing the opening of a, um, a supermarket in Perlis and uh, we were there. And, you know, I sat chatting to the two of them and they were so funny and so nice. Hu- said, huge personalities, Jar, weren't oh, they? You know, just huge. larger than and life I said, personalities. Tip yeah. FM must be a great company to work for, lads. I said, I'd love to work with you. <laughs> big mistake, big, big. <laughs> Here I am now, 20 years later. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, yeah, sadly, Miss. Jerry, and one of the great characters and as you say you know larger than life and uh, yeah oh yeah, larger yeah. than life absolutely and um, I mean all of the drama group was shocked yesterday I sent a message across to them all and they were really uh, really really saddened by it um, you know the drama yeah. festival all the committee of the drama festival were so so sorry to hear of his death you know and well, absolutely. May he rest in peace, the May, gentleman. Abso- absolutely, you know? indeed. We appreciate your time today, Ger, and uh, my best to Marty and all the gang there. Thanks very much, indeed. I will. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. you for coming. And also, with us. can I just say, of course you can. so great to hear from Tony this morning. Oh, wasn't Tony, it just lovely? I miss you. Come back to us. <laughs> Thanks very much, indeed, Ger. <laughs> Thank right. you. And bye bye to you now. That's uh, Ger O'Neill from our uh, advertising department, but of course a very fine actress herself and involved very heavily with uh, Holy Cross drama over the years. All right then, we've delayed our panel, but there'll be uh, a panel ready for us in just a few moments time. The Imro Radio Award winning Tip Today. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Test drive the all new Peugeot 2008 compact SUV at Slattery's Garage, puck on. Choose from petrol, diesel or fully electric. Slattery'sGarage.ie